You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Get Positive Results on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Teodi Anderson, and today we're going to do a grand experiment. We're taking the show on the road. I've been invited to participate in the Charlotte Pet Expo. I'll be representing Pet Life Radio in a booth. I've also been asked to emcee the program, so I've decided to take a banner, my books, and my best friend, Phyllis Beasley, who's also an assistant instructor with my dog training business, and we're hitting the road. So I'll be broadcasting to you from the Charlotte Pet Expo. More when we come back. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Tired of wasting money on giant boxes of litter that don't work and don't last? Switch to World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter with concentrated power. So even a small bag lasts one cat 30 days. Outstanding odor control, quick clumping, lightweight. It's even flushable. World's best cat litter. Everything else is just litter. Find it near you at www.itsnotjustlitter.com. That's www.itsnotjustlitter.com. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back to Get Positive Results on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Teodi Anderson, and today we are on the road at the Charlotte Pet Expo. Right now I'm here with Kate Moore, the entertainment coordinator for Amazing Pet Expo. Kate, thank you so much for having me here today. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to meet you. <laughs> oh, so tell me a little bit about Amazing Pet Expo. This was Phyllis's and my first time coming, so we really didn't know what to expect other than what we saw on the website. Tell me a little bit about the organization and what your goals are. Well, we have been an organization for about six years now, and we are nationwide, anywhere from uh, Alaska all the way down to southern tips of Florida, and we promote learning about animals and pets, uh, education mainly, how to have fun with your pet on a budget or not. We hit pretty much every demographic of of pet lover, whether they're into, uh, whether they're dog lovers, whether they're cat lovers, uh, if they have scorpions or horses, we usually try to reach every single, every single market. I think that's awesome, but I'm really glad I didn't see a scorpion today. You might've heard some screaming, so I'm glad I didn't see one. (laughs) Well, good. I think the, the most unusual thing today was a little ferret on a leash. Yes. Yes. And the rabbits surprised (laughs) me too. It was great. We had lots of interesting animals turn out here. So tell me about some of the events that happen throughout the day. We usually try to have at least three different contests. 
so our audience can participate in a talent show, a costume contest, or a musical chairs contest. We usually have at least one form of uh, physical activity, whether it's lure chasing or agility or dock diving in certain events. But mainly we try to get our attendees to walk around and interact with, uh, with other people in the pet community, trying to create a new, uh, social, uh, a new social community for, for all these pet lovers. I think uh, Phyllis touched on the base, too, is that it was really great for people to come who love dogs, who can hang out with other people who love dogs and pets as much as they do. I think that's great. Now, I missed the talent contest. I was inside during that time. So what kind of talent did we have today? We had a few different talents. They mainly jumped. They would speak on cue. They would count. We had one dog that did a dance, and it would walk backwards and go in and out their companion's legs. It was cute. Yeah. I'm sorry I missed the talent show. The costume contest was a hoot. It was a great turnout. And I, I mentioned earlier that it's really hot today. So uh, it was really hot, but it was really nice. Everybody turned out. We had good judging. We had whoever cheered the loudest for whichever animal was the winner. And we had a pretty good turnout. We had everything from Sherlock Holmes to a couple of uh, Ninja Turtles, I think, and uh, a pig. We even had a dog dressed as a pig. It was very exciting. What do you think are the most popular events or popular activities that you have at your amazing pet expo? Our costume contest is all always the most popular contest as as you've seen and I don't know I it, it all depends because we usually try to keep a consistent flow throughout the event and usually our courses whether it's lure coursing or agility those are always always busy and we try to keep a, a good flow at the entertainment stage educating people on uh, breed specific legislation or or social network or what to do if they have a cat that doesn't listen or a dog that that barks so, I mean, usually the whole event is, is, pretty, is pretty solid and fluid. I really like the emphasis on education. Most of my listeners know that's my thing. I love to help animals and humans improve that bond that they have with each other. I had a great time doing my talk. We got some really good questions. I also really was impressed with the fact that there's a really great focus on rescue animals for the Amazing Pet Expo. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, we do try to get as many rescue organizations in- involved as possible. Our mega adoption area is usually a great place uh, for our rescue organizations to go and set up. We have a couple other uh, opportunities for the rescues. We do a rescue pet parade now, uh, which is new to 2015. Doing the rescue pet parade, we allow the rescues to tell a little bit of information about every single rescue uh, that they have. And uh, usually seeing them in action gets a, a little bit more attention for a potential pet companion. Yes, I enjoyed uh, emceeing that event, too. We had the Smothers Brothers today. They were two eight-year-old mixes that wanted to be adopted together, and they were adorable, the Smothers Brothers. I'm dating myself by knowing who the Smothers Brothers are, but they were really adorable, and I really hope they found their homes today because they were love bugs. So tell folks how they can find out more information about Amazing Pet Expo and what other cities you're in. Well, yeah, you can go on to AmazingPetExpos.com. That has a list of all of our national shows every single one of them we also have a page that has them in date order so if you want to travel to every single one of them you can travel with us but yeah we have we're in about 38 cities at this point in time and next year we're going to be doing a lot more uh, multi-day shows so definitely if we have a if we have a crew coming with us and traveling with us they can go to every single one and and stay in our in our partnership hotels and (laughs) and yeah yeah it's gonna be a blast make it a regular event i do highly recommend it well kate thank you so much for having us i'm so glad you came to charlotte i am too charlotte's one of my favorite places to be oh great thank you so much you're welcome
Hey, this is Tiodi Anderson again, and now I'm still here at the Charlotte Pet Expo. I'm talking to Carrie Gibson with Pinups for Pitbulls. Carrie, tell us a little bit about your organization. Yeah, I'd love to. So, Pinups for Pitbulls started in 2005. Our founder, Deirdre Little Darling Franklin, really had the vision, and it all started when she fell in love with a pitbull named Carla Lou. And that really just started Deirdre's path to advocacy and education to try to help folks understand that they're just dogs and they need the same thing any other dog needs which is love and shelter and food and lots of butt rubs and snuggles so (laughs) and we've seen a lot of bully breeds here today it's been great here at the charlotte pet expo so pinups for pit bulls you have a bunch of educational materials that you do and you're also known for your calendar aren't you yeah so that's actually how it started deirdre has her history in burlesque and performing and so she got a lot of her friends together and they did just a really basic like kinko's calendar just to try to see, oh, let's see how much money we can raise. And now, uh, 10 years later, it's turned into our biggest fundraiser. Uh, Celeste Giuliano does the photography. Raina Clark does hair and makeup. It's just a beautiful production, and it's a great way to reach people who otherwise may not know anything about the breed. And it's a great calendar, too. So, Carrie, you were here today talking about BSL, or breed-specific legislation. Why is it important that people think about that. Some people think, well, you know, maybe I don't have a pit bull or it doesn't apply to me, but that's not necessarily the case, is it? Right, absolutely. So breed-specific legislation really has to do with labeling dogs based on characteristics, physical characteristics, so what they look like versus what their behavior is. And what we want people to understand is right now, pit bulls are on a list, you know, listed as vicious or breeds that some landlords want to allow folks to have pit bull-type dogs, but also Rottweilers, Chows, Dobermans, Um, bloodhounds, which I'm a bloodhound mama, they used to be on the breed ban list too. So what we want people to understand is it could really be any dog that one day could be on the list. And we want for people to understand that just like we as humans want to be judged by our actions, we need to hold dogs accountable for their behavior and not make, you know, preconceived judgments on them for what they look like. Absolutely. And listeners of my show know that I am a pit bull lover. I've been known as a pit pusher. Somebody called me that once. A pit pusher. I'm like, I don't know what that is, but I like it. I'll take that. I'll take that proudly. I will wear that badge proudly. But I am a big fan. I have lots of bully breeds that come through my classes. I've done some work with humane societies with them. They're just a great all-round dog. Are there bad ones? Yes, there's bad all sorts of dogs. And we've certainly talked about that on this show as well. But again, what do you think is the biggest misconception about the breed? I think just that inherently labeling them all as vicious or dangerous dogs. I think, unfortunately, pit bulls are known for their positive characteristics of loyalty. They really are smart, very intelligent. They want to please their owners. And a lot of times those positives can be exploited. And so in the media, we tend to hear bad things about pit bulls, that they've been used for fighting, um, that a pit bull has bitten some one. But what we want to focus on is helping folks to understand how to be responsible pet owners, not to judge all breed of a dog by one negative story that you hear, and to hold the individual dog accountable for their behavior, not the whole breed. Absolutely. It's all about the behavior, not the package it comes in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining me today here on Get Positive Results Pet Life Radio. And how can people get in touch with your organization? Yep, absolutely. We would love for you to follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, you can go to pinupsforpitbulls.org. All of our merchandise that you buy, we're a 501c3 nonprofit, so all money comes right back into our organization to help us advocate for all dogs. Great. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. 
We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Amazing Pet Expos is coming to a city near you. Admission is always free and your pet is welcome. Shopping, adoptions, free nail trims, discounted shots and microchipping, agility, a pet costume contest, and much more. Plus, meet the guys from Animal Planet's hit TV series Tank and Pit Boss online at AmazingPetExpos.com. Bring your pets to the Pet Expo. Hi, Jill. I see you and Bella are enjoying this lovely day as well. It's a perfect day for a walk. Isn't that right, Bella? And what a colorful ID tag you have, Bella. It certainly puts my Rusty's boring engraved tag to shame. Isn't it great? It's a dog tag art tag. Dog tag art? Yeah. Dog tag art makes the world's coolest pet ID tags. Pick from hundreds of cute designs or upload your photos or artwork to create a unique tag of your own. They even give you four lines of text on the back of the tag for important contact information. I love it. But do they hold up? We have to replace Rusty's metal tags so often because the information wears away. Dog tag art tags are some of the highest quality pet tags out there. They're made with super durable stainless steel. Your information is always legible and the tags are guaranteed for life. Well, I'm sold. Where can I get my dog tag art tag for Rusty? Dogtagart.com Sounds great. We can't wait to get online and get a tag of our own. Dogtagart.com We keep best friends together. Use the coupon code RADIO for a 25% discount off any tag. Active for Pets is a new wellness platform and app that helps pet parents save time and money on their vet bills. Stop paying for unnecessary vet treatments. Consult with the vet online. Get unlimited access to your pet's entire health history from any computer or smartphone with the Active for Pets app. Vaccinations, medications, test results, and more. Active 4 Pets gives you access to a team of expert vets for non-emergency care. Make an appointment before, during, or after office hours. Skip the waiting room and get a secure online vet consult on your schedule. Taking care of your pets is as easy as it gets with Active 4 Pets. Ready to try Active 4 Pets? Listeners get 40% off a one-year membership. To get this great offer, use promo code PETLIFE on the sign-up page of Active4Pets.com. That's A-C-T-I-V, the number 4, P-E-T-S dot com. Or call 888-512-2848. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is T.O.D. Anderson, host of Get Positive Results on Pet Life Radio. If you hear noise in the background, it's because I'm at the Charlotte Pet Expo. I'm serving as MC for the event, and I am staffing a booth here for Pet Life Radio. I am talking to a bunch of people who are here today, and one of them is Kim Steinbrook. She runs Rainbow Bridge Designs. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. Kim, tell us a little bit about your business. It's kind of unique, and I think it's really wonderful. Thank you. Well, we specialize in pet memorial jewelry uh, made from fused glass and your pet's remains. And the idea is that you can keep your pet close to your heart until you're reunited one day at the Rainbow Bridge. 
That's beautiful. And you're not able to see the jewelry because you, this is Radio Land. But let me tell you, it is absolutely gorgeous. It is absolutely beautiful. And I think it's really nice that the people who know what the kind of jewelry is, memorial jewelry, know that. And other people don't have to know that. Do you find that that's an issue sometimes? Yes, absolutely. In fact, most people don't realize what it is when they're looking at it, and they kind of wonder why I'm just selling jewelry at a pet expo or a veterinarian trade show, or why am I here, you know, until we explain that there's actually ashes in the glass, and then people think it's pretty cool. And there's very few who go, oh, that's weird. <laughs> yes, I think that it's a, it might be a growing trend, too, and it is a way to keep them near us, and in a subtle way, because not everybody understands the love that we have for our pets, and so it's an ability to keep them near to us without raising that concern that people may not understand. And the nice thing is, too, you know, when you're wearing a piece of this or, or one of our accessories, you can tell people what it is, or they can just think you're wearing a beautiful piece of jewelry. So if you want to call out, you know, and talk about your pet and use that as part of your conversation, you you can jump in or you can be the only one that knows. Yes. Um, Kim, this is awesome. Um, how can people reach you in your business? They can reach me by phone at area code 803-448-4414. That's my personal cell phone or at www.keeppetsclose.com. So the Rainbow Bridge name was taken as a .com, but we have keeppetsclose.com. And again, you can't see, but let me tell you, she's wearing a beautiful pendant. It is absolutely gorgeous. But what else do you offer as well? It's not just pendants, correct? Well, we want to have things for men and women, so we started getting into accessories as well. So for men, we do money clips and cufflinks, and we do a keychain that everybody loves because there's a hidden pet photo inside the keychain, so you can keep your pet close in a couple of different ways. We have pocket stones, so if you don't want to wear your pet, but just carry them in a pocket and touch them, you know they're there. That's wonderful. Well, thanks for being at the Charlotte Pet Expo today. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. Thank you. And I'm back. This is T.O.D. Anderson with Get Positive Results on Pet Life Radio. We are wrapping up quite a day. We have been at the Charlotte Pet Expo in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's our first time appearing at the expo. I served as MC and also had a booth here for Pet Life Radio. And with me came my intrepid best friend companion, Phyllis Beasley. Phyllis, tell me your thoughts about the day. This is your first time coming to a pet expo, too. What did you expect? I actually had no idea how many people to expect or what we would see. I knew we would see a lot of dogs, and I definitely got that wish fulfilled. (laughs) There were all kinds of different dogs, a lot of caring owners. Um, We had some questions. Um, I know there was a lot of interest in your house training book, so we were able to answer some questions on that. Um, Saw a lot big dogs, little dogs, fuzzy dogs, old dogs, young dogs, and all kinds of people. It was great to meet all these folks in the Charlotte area today. It was, we also saw a cat and several rabbits. People Oh, and ferrets. We saw ferrets as well. So it wasn't just dogs. It was a majority of dogs, but it was truly a pet expo. I wasn't really sure what to expect either because we've never done it before. We've been to trade shows, mostly on the shopping end, I'll add. We, we mostly uh, like that part, and we certainly did some of that today too. We had a lot of vendors. Talk about some of the vendors you saw. Well, I did my personal best to assist this show. I have some new books. I have a book uh, written by someone who works with preparing people to evacuate their pets if needed. I bought a book by someone who the book is about training a service dog or the service dog helping an autistic child. So I always love to read those kind of things. And then there was dog jewelry. Dog jewelry, the bane, I mean the benefit of our existence, dog jewelry. 
Yes, I did bring my fair share of that back. There was a custom vendor who does earrings and all kinds of jewelry with your dog's picture in them. So I took her card, and I intend to contact her later. I did buy a really cool bracelet with a German Shepherd head on it. And even though I don't own a German Shepherd, I have a grand puppy that's a German Shepherd. So it's really different and pretty. Bully sticks, I guess I had to take something back from my guys because mom was gone all day. So we got uh, a bunch of bully sticks that should last us for a while. There were a lot of rescue groups selling things to benefit their organizations. So I saw some selling dog beds. One, a Rottweiler Rescue, had some really pretty stained glass paws that were really cool. Um, just all kinds of toys and homemade dog treats. It was it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think both Phyllis and I were surprised at the amount of vendors that there would be here. We always enjoy vendor shows, and sometimes when you go to dog shows, confirmation shows, or other agility shows, rally, obedience, you have vendors. But this was nothing but vendors, and it was I thought it was a really good mix of a lot of really good rescue groups out promoting their dogs. The dogs, for the most part, were all well-behaved. Everybody seemed very, very interested in making sure that their dogs were okay. It was hot here today folks it was a little balmy outside luckily the venue was indoors in the air conditioning but still going back and forth to the car some of the dogs were getting hot people were taking care of them so it was really exciting I did not do as much damage with the shopping I don't think I uh, took a lot of cards though I was busy being MC today so I was back and forth a lot but I did get to check out all the booths I got to talk to a few people some of which you've heard here today and I took a lot of cards for maybe later but it was a great event I highly recommend if you're going to be in an area with an amazing pet expo that you do attend. Evaluate whether your dog is ready or not. Not every dog was suited. There were some that were scared babies here today. I did a demo earlier, and some of them were a little too shy to participate. But for the most part, it was pretty exciting. Phyllis, what do you think most people were looking for today? Why do you think that they brought their dogs today? You know, I don't know if they knew what to expect either. This, Although I do think they had this here last year, so maybe they were return visitors. But I think they enjoy being around other people with dogs and other people who enjoy the same things they do. I'm sure there was quite a bit of shopping done also. And I know that you had some questions as a trainer, so they probably wanted to, maybe they had some question that they had, they wanted answered by one of the vendors. The contests, I'm sure, were a draw. Everybody loves to show off their dog's cute tricks and cute costumes. But I imagine it was just being in that environment. If you love dogs, you just love to be in environments where other people love dogs. You know, who knows what they were here for, but I think everybody enjoyed it. I saw a lot of smiles. A lot of smiles and a lot of people. I don't know what the overall turnout is, but it was quite crowded. We had phases where it would get a little slower, then it get a little bigger. After lunch was insane. We had lots of people. It was great. It was great to meet everybody. I loved the questions, asking about their dog's behavior, wanting to you know make them better companions to live with. I had a great time doing the demo. I took some questions from the audience. People asked great questions. It was really fun to help, and everybody seemed really positive. So all in all, a positive event. Uh, Phyllis, thank you for joining me on this adventure, and and maybe we'll hit another expo again sometime. I am ready for the next adventure. <laughs> I think her credit card has to cover first. Mine does too, but then we'll be ready. Thanks again. Once again, this is T.O.D. Anderson. Get positive results on Pet Life Radio. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.